Okay, so we have a lot to get into, so let's get in the show. Welcome, this is the Mmm Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Mikey, and this is my lovely co-host. I'm Andrea. Okay, welcome to the show. Like I said, we have a lot to get to, so let's get to it. Uh, first up, uh, we have Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was inducted uh, earlier this week into the WWE Hall of Fame, so congratulations to Mark Henry. Yeah, congrats. Would you have a little something to tell us about Mark Henry? Sure. Yep, his name is Mark Gerald Henry, and he was born on June 12, 1971, in Silsby, Texas, I believe. Um, he was into weightlifting, or what was he, a heavyweight lifter? Right, weightlifting strongman competitions. Strongman, yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, world's strongest man. Yeah, he was doing that ever since like he was a teenager, even before then. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he won a lot of championships doing that, and then he started wrestling in '96 with the W World Wrestling Federation, and took on many. Well, no, he I think one persona he had was his what was it, sexual chocolate? Yep, he had Mark Henry. Right. Then he took on this sexual chocolate persona where he had you relationships know, with some other wrestlers and yes things. women loved him and yeah. his most famous relationship during that period gimmick was probably with Mae Young which was one of the you know there's Mae Young and Fabius Moolah who were in their 70s at the time and they'd always like have little like promos they'd be showing like Mark Henry and Mae Young like laying together in bed kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking all sweaty like they had just gotten done doing something oh <laughs> I've never seen that but yeah, that's yeah. interesting that was one of their gimmicks back then Yeah, I remember watching that what else anything um that's about it he's right now he's just backstage producer yeah I know, you know, after he had a sexual chocolate thing, he kind of went back and did some strongman competitions for a little bit and then came back and, you know, what people say maybe solidified him getting into the Hall of Fame here was his uh, House of Pain run where, Mm. you know, he did like a House of Pain thing and won the WWE Championship during that run and whatnot. And anyways, he was always, you know, he was always part of the shows. He was always good and, you know. He was the world's strongest man. He always was doing promos, like just showing exactly how strong he was. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it was he was he was good, and I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. So I'm glad for him. Yep, congrats. Awesome. Um, also related to the Hall of Fame, we had Paul. It was announced that Paul Heyman is going to be the inductor for uh, Goldberg at this year's WWE Hall of Fame, and so I'm sure he'll give a good speech because that's what Paul Heyman does. Is talk so I'm sure he'll mm-hmm. give a good induction for Goldberg um, John Cena uh, hosted the Kids Choice Awards this week uh, and you know former wrestler star The Rock won two Kids Choice Awards yes. he was a favorite actor and oh. he also got an award for favorite movie for Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle so Congrats to The Rock for, mm, you know, you know some, on... I saw him too. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I haven't. No, I didn't know if 
you had taken you and your parents had taken Blaine to see that one or not. Mm-hmm. So no, we haven't seen that yet. But I heard it's really good. So yeah, maybe one of these. Yeah, and I just actually heard just the other day that it it's made like over four hundred million dollars wow. like domestic just in the US mm-hmm. and there's only like thirty films that have done that. So wow. you know, it's obviously, you know, doing really good. Yeah. Kids are loving it, obviously. Um what else we had? Oh this week we had uh the ultimate deletion. Uh, which was like a big news item. It was like number one tri- trending on Twitter for a couple of hours mm-hmm. after that happened. Uh, so that was a big news item this week. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to that part of the show and reviewing um, Raw. Yeah. But then the biggest news for me this week was the return of Daniel Bryan. He was cleared by WWE doctors to uh, have in-ring action. Uh Uh, so that was really exciting news we'll talk more about that when we get to that uh, to the Smackdown review part of the show so I'm excited to talk about that in here in just a little bit but yeah those were both um, big ratings Um, you know Monday Night Raw with uh, that deletion thing was the number one rated thing on television that night Mm -hmm. Uh, and then again it was the number one thing trending on Twitter for a couple hours after it Mm -hmm. and then uh with SmackDown, Daniel Bryan announcing his return, uh, his wrestling return, that was also um, rated number one on television, so two nights in a row, WWE uh, was the number one thing on television, mm-hmm. so I'm sure they're excited about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so with that, let's get into it. Uh, before we get to, you know, before we get to Raw and SmackDown, let's go... I'll just quickly go through the sideshows that we watched uh, here this week. Uh, we got to... Uh, we did NXT. NXT opened this week again with Tommaso Ciampa coming out to the ring. You know, the fans are still booing him. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like maybe he was going to do the whole thing again where he's not going to talk, he's not going to say anything, and then just leave getting out. This time, no, he actually does. He gets on the mic, he talks, and says, Johnny's not coming back. He's gone. He's gone forever blah 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 and he gets out of the ring starts ripping fan signs he gets in this old lady's face and starts yelling at this old lady and takes her sign rips it and she like gives him a thumbs down it was pretty good and so he's going down the line ripping all the fan signs and then he gets to one fan and he's wearing like you know the luchador wrestling mask and he Mm -hmm. takes that sign and then boom he rips off the mask and turns out it's Johnny Gargano Johnny Gargano attacks him. He's not supposed to be there because he's technically supposed to be fired now. Oh. And uh, so security comes out and takes him away. But mm-hmm. fans, you know, are going crazy. He's cheering, let them fight, let them fight. And, uh-huh. You know, they want, we want Johnny kind of thing. So that was a good start to the show. After that, um, we got an unfortunate announcement where Tyler Bate uh, has some sort of uh, knee injury. He tweaked his knee. <laughs> so, um, no. yeah, so he and his partner, uh, has to, they have to drop out of the tag team, uh, Dusty Road Classic uh-huh. tournament, um, so Mustache Mountain is out, and it turns out, so Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne are teaming up together to take their place, and, uh, so right after that announcement, we got the match between, um, 
Oni Lorgan and Danny Birch versus Roderick Strong and uh, Pete Dunne, and it was, was a really good match. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Roderick Strong, a big Pat, a big fan of Pete uh, Dunne. Uh, they, you know, for their first time being a tag team together, they did really well. Mm-hmm. They're both good performers. Uh, it was exciting to watch. And uh, they got the win, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, so they're moving on in the uh, Dusty Classic. Um, after that, we got um, a match between Aaliyah and Ember Moon. Um, Shayna Baszler ended up showing up at ringside and just talking trash about Ember Moon because they're going to face each other at NXT uh, TakeOver New Orleans mm-hmm. for the championship. Um, you know, it ends up not being a big enough distraction for Ember Moon. Ember Moon still got the win here. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, we had a promo with Andrade Cien Almas comes out and he's mad. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what he said. Uh, it was a lot of stuff in Spanish and he was mad about not getting respect from his opponent at NXT TakeOver. Um, New Orleans, Aleister Black, because like I told you the week before, you know, um, Zelina Vega went out to do the signing and then she slapped Aleister Black and that's when uh, Jeremy Gargano's wife came out and attacked Mm -hmm. um, Zelina. So then after that, we had a match between Adam Cole and Cassius Ono. Uh, this was another really good match. Both of these guys are really good performers. Adam Cole got the win here. Mm-hmm. Um, they did so well performing that at one point, um, Adam Cole, he got like thrown over the top rope and he landed on the ring apron, and, but then he jumped off of it and was acting like he hurt his knee. And I legitimately thought like, oh no, like what a bummer, like we're this close to NXT TakeOver New Orleans. and. You know, he's supposed to have a match in that, and now he injured his knee, and yeah. it did turn out he was just faking it, and um. he got up, and, you know, <laughs> used, you know, he was kind of playing possum to get uh, Cassius Ono catching him off guard, and, cool. you know, he ended up, Adam Cole ended up getting the win, and then that was uh, our NXT show this week. After that, let's yeah. talk some 205 Live. 205 Live continues to be good. I... Like I said, I hope more people have been tuning in and watching because it's actually been getting a lot better. This oh. week we opened up uh, with a match between Lince Dorado versus um, Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami got the win here by disqualification because he was talking trash to Lince Dorado's friends. They had their um, uh, their lucha party guys and uh, Hideo Itami was talking trash to them okay. so I believe it was Grand Metalik actually pushed Hideo Itami and so the ref called the match for disqualification for um, interference and then you know it was really good it was a good promo it was really like heat between you know mm-hmm. uh, Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa and then the less of the um, Lucha Libre party guys they were actually you know like having good heat looking like they really wanted to fight each other Mm. Uh, so that was good after that we had a match between TJP versus uh, Ken Johnson TJP got the win here Um, both of these performers again look good it was good for TJP uh, to get a win and look like legitimate Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, good for Ken Johnson uh, to get a return back to WWE and get a match in here. Uh, after that, uh, we had a match between um, Drew Gulak and Mustafa Ali. This was uh, the last qualifying match. Whoever won this match got to 
gets faced against Cedric Alexander for the cruiserweight title at WrestleMania 34. Yeah. And this was a really good match. Um, I really like the way Drew Gulak, he's still using his physicality uh, inside the ring and really bringing it to guys. Uh, I really like Mustafa Ali again in this match. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with his performance, just like the way he doesn't give up. Um, you know, oh, he yeah. does his high-flying moves. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mustafa Ali ended up getting the win here. Yeah. I really liked his speech afterwards. Um, you know, him saying, you know, he wanted to be a role model. He actually is a former cop. And, you know, he wants to, like, you know, be a good example mm -hmm. or a role model to other kids who look like him or have a name like him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and kind of erase, you know, whatever prejudice people have about people with that name or look because yeah. um, I actually did notice um, you know in the crowd because you know people have whatever preconceived notions about wrestling fans but wrestling fans yeah. like there actually are a diverse group of people mm -hmm. and Mustafa Ali I'm sure helps a lot with that I did notice when I was watching this match I was like oh I saw a couple people with you know a couple women in the crowd like wearing hijabs mm -hmm. watching this match and then, um, you know, after he won the match, he got out of the ring, went over and, like, hugged and kissed his wife. She's wearing hijab. You know, that's mm -hmm. not the type of, you know, stereotypical fan you think of when you're WWE, but there's all kinds. Um, so, I mean, I think it's great. We're getting the Cruiserweight Classic. We're going to get, you know, two, two minority guys in there fighting for the championship. So I thought that looked really good. I really like his message. And like on a different podcast I was listening to earlier this week, uh, one of the guys is actually, you know, he was his like performance manager. Mm. And he said, you know, like Mustafa Ali really is a good guy. And that's really like, that's just who he is. Like he wants to be a good role model. Like when he was like wrestling on the indies, mm -hmm. uh, this guy had been manager to two Indian guys before as well. And mm -hmm. they'd, played the stereotypical character where like they're bad guy Indian guys who like hate America type of thing and yeah. so when he um, met Mustafa Ali and he was just like thought oh so what are you going to do are you going to come out and speak Indian and I'll translate and do whatever say how you hate everybody and he's like I guess Mustafa Ali was like no 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 like I'm not doing any of that like you know like he just wanted to be a good guy so I think that's exciting to have that kind of guy mm -hmm. um you know wrestling yeah. in there and being an example and uh -huh. you know breaking you know prejudices and everything and stereotypes yeah exactly um but yeah so that was 205 live let's go ahead let's get into raw um raw this week um again was pretty filled because we had a great ending to this show but yeah. uh, first off we had kurt angle uh, he came out, um, he said that uh, Rowan is still suspended and Brock Lesnar uh, was not there yet, but he would be there. Roman Reigns came, came out of the crowd. Um, you know, he's mad that Brock Lesnar is still not there. Fans mm -hmm. are actually cheering for him because I think what WWE is trying to do is actually work, starting to work a little bit where, you know, fans are starting to boo Brock Lesnar some and cheer Roman Reigns more with the whole angle of running with you know 
you know, Roman Reigns pointing out, like, how come Rock is never here? Yeah. He's only a part-timer. He's not dedicated like the rest of us uh, type of thing. But, unfortunately, Roman Reigns, he doesn't want to leave. Oh. So, he yeah. gets handcuffed. Well, the U.S. Marshals come out and handcuff him and read him his Miranda rights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, unfortunately, I guess we're not going to see Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 34 because he attacked those U.S. Marshals, and I'm sure that's a federal offense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what they were thinking when they did that. I don't know oh why God. they why didn't they just have the guys that they because they're obviously you know like indie wrestlers Uh in costumes so I don't know why WWE gave them like costumes that say U.S. Marshals showing them that they're U.S. Marshals and then having them read their Miranda rights like you probably don't want the guy that you're trying to make the big star of your company like Mm -hmm. attacking police officers (laughs) that's probably not a good look because like my favorite guy when I was younger was Stone Cold Steve Austin Mm -hmm. and they had promos all the time where he would get arrested and I'm sure somebody watching will remember something and tell me I'm mistaken but I don't really ever remember Steve Austin like attacking the cops after he got arrested like he would be handcuffed and Mm -hmm. then like he would break away from the cops and then like go still like beat up Vince McMahon somehow because Vince McMahon was always the one like having him be arrested and escorted from the show but I don't I can't remember him actually attacking the like anybody who was in a cop uniform I'm sure like he attacked people who were you know like security guards or something but not Mm -hmm. not U.S. Marshals no no yeah well I can see a couple of different ways of this going like either Roman Reigns is supposed to be turning heel or which is maybe not it or maybe it's for the demographic who don't feel that the police officers are police officers are actually protecting them so yeah you know I'd love to think that it was that it was either of those two things that I but I don't think the WWE is going to turn Roman Reigns heel. They're trying too hard to get him over with fans to be a baby face, mm-hmm. and two, I just think they just didn't think about it. <laughs> they yeah. were. Think- that's also a possibility. Yeah, I, mean. I think they weren't thinking it through. They just were. <laughs> had an oversight they probably went to some costume store and said oh what do you got that's the security type of thing and the u.s marshall thing was the only yeah. <laughs> type of costume that costume store right. had or something because <laughs> otherwise i don't know why they did that or they could have just bought these guys like a shirt you know like those real generic shirts on it that say security mm-hmm. across the front and that's it like you know event security like that's all they needed <laughs> But anyways, they had him handcuffs and Brock Lesnar came out and attacked him. And at first, fans were kind of booing. Um, so I think it was working, uh, you yeah. know. And then it kind of went, it kind of dragged on for a while that Brock Lesnar was attacking him. And fans, there was, you heard a small group of fans actually start to cheer, like, you deserve it. But that didn't last very long. So I think it was just a small group of fans. Like, most of the fans in the stadium didn't seem like they were behind that. Mm. And, you know, so I think... I think it's kind of working, but they made a couple of missteps in mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, after that, we had uh, Alexa Bliss with Mac- uh, Mickey James uh, come out and have a match. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Um, Alexa started this out before the match started, running a promo. Um, 
you know, saying what she said about, uh, about Naya was just girl talk type of thing. I think they're yeah. trying to play off of the whole Trump saying, you know, whatever he said, yeah. you know, about that just being locker room talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what she said about Naya. And then, but then she said she was sorry, but she was sorry that she hadn't said it sooner. And how could Naya believe that Alexa would be friends with somebody like her mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing? Uh, so, you know, Asuka and Alexa have their match. Uh, Asuka wins, and then Naya comes out and attacks Alexa, chases her through the place, and then after that we got a promo. After the commercial, we get a promo with uh, Alexa going to Kurt Angle and saying, like, Kurt, uh, didn't you see what happened? Like, I think Naya should be the one who's arrested now. and. Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt Angle's like, oh, I'm, I've had enough arrest for tonight. So, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Nia a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. It'll be you and Alexa at WrestleMania for the women's title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That excited me. I was excited yeah. for that because that's a match I've been wanting to see. I can't wait to see um, Alexa go against Nia Jax for the title mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Alexa. Our Alexa. Do you want to go mute that one again? Oh. <laughs> I was like, what am I, I was wondering why you were I'm talking. So I guess you were distracted by the so little tired. beeping in the background from our, for our. I keep forgetting about that. At home, Alexa. I keep forgetting about it. Yes, but now that you're not distracted by that response of our Alexa, <laughs> what did you think of this whole promo here with? You know, Kurt Angle announcing that Nia Jax would face Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania for the women's title. I was excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? It was what? exciting. Yes, yeah. it is exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you about. How, how do you feel about it? That's yeah, what our whole I, show is. They want I to know how you feel. I want to see Alexa go against Nia. And I want to see Nia kick Alexa's butt. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I actually hope the same. I'm hoping that Nia will win this match. I think this is another good sort of championship wrestling match that we got going on, where you know you could really have, um, you know, the less conventional person win and send a good message by that person winning the championship, and you know, you know, sends good message to other people who maybe look like that person and look up to somebody who like they can see themselves in Mm -hmm. them you know you know like typically in the WWE you have a big person they're typically not the baby face but Nia Jax really is a baby face right now like the Mm -hmm. fans are loving her so it'd be great to see her win the championship and like use that platform to keep spreading like you know a a message of uh, like body positivity kind of thing yeah so I that would be be, nice. yeah um, let's do it yes after that we got uh, Braun Strowman promo um, where he said you know he doesn't he doesn't need he was told that he has to have a partner but he says he doesn't need one which I believe him he doesn't need one uh, but then um, Cesaro and just Seamus come out and they say that they're going to beat him Mm -hmm. and Braun says great because you know Kurt Angle told me I can fight one of you right now 
Kurt, uh, Saint Seamus and Cesaro both get up on the ring apron and they look like they're both gonna like kind of see who can get in the ring first and whoever mm-hmm. gets in the ring first is gonna fight Braun mm-hmm. and then Cesaro actually goes in and Seamus actually just jumps off of the apron mm-hmm. so Cesaro has to fight Braun so I thought that was a nice little funny angle oh and this was the whole promo too where um, you know uh Seamus and Cesaro were like, oh, you know, it's not easy to be that tag team champions. Like, you got to train together, eat together, sleep together. And then <laughs> everybody's all like, oh. And they're like, oh, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. So there's pretty good, some good comedy in, the, in yeah. Monday Night Raw this week overall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Braun and, Str- and I mean, yeah, Braun Strowman and Cesaro fight. Braun Strowman gets the win. Uh, after this we get Titus Worldwide versus The Revival The Revival win mm-hmm. they announce that they're going to be um, fighting together at the Andre Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal and um, they say they're going to be the first tag team that wins good for The Revival um, hopefully they can revive the career because it's been on the downslopes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we got our announcement for Mark Henry being inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Congratulations again. Yeah. After that, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks had a match versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, before this match started, Sasha Banks and Bailey came out. Um, Sasha is talking about how she wants to fix things with Bailey because their friendship hasn't been good lately. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and then Bailey says, "Oh, you know, she just can't get over." what mm-hmm. Sasha did to her at the Elimination Chamber and it's not because of what she did she, you know she understands that it was a you know everybody for themselves have a match but she says it was like the way Sasha did it like mm-hmm. the look she had in her eye like you know mm. so that look yeah <laughs> things are still on the ropes for them it doesn't seem like they have anything set up for them at Wrestlemania uh-uh. they're both going to be fighting in the Women's um, Battle Royal Memorial mm-hmm. I mean the Wrestlemania women's battle right. royal uh, so I'm sure you know they'll have some sort of storyline during that match but they don't have anything for themselves at Wrestlemania at this point okay. um, so we'll have to see how that plays out at Wrestlemania but anyways um, during this match Sonya Deville Mandy Rose of Absolution they got the win here I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of Absolution lately I think both Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose have um, been performing like really well especially mm-hmm. Sonya Deville she looks really physical um, Mandy Rose she's actually really strong and can do some good powerful moves mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah and it was just a good match overall after that this is where we get John Cena um, promo he's talking about how he's still gotten no response from The Undertaker uh, he's calling Undertaker a coward, really trying to, I guess, draw out Undertaker and draw a response from Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, m- most of this promo wasn't really working for me, and then mm-hmm. uh, John Cena says, do something, and the crowd actually gets into it, and everybody's shouting, chanting, do something, do something. And I don't think it's because they're, like, agreeing 
with John Cena, people are just like so excited for Undertaker to come back mm-hmm. that they want Undertaker to do something so they can, yeah. you know, get excited about him coming back, which, yeah. you know, he's going to come back for the match. Like, it's a, it's a given. But mm-hmm. after this, King comes out instead, and, yeah, John Cena thinks, like, oh, okay, great. Like, okay. Kane's here to tell me what Undertaker's response is. And then yeah. instead... Um, uh, Kane does a choke slam on him, and then now we know that um, Kane and John Cena are going to fight next week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of marks out there who are like terrified, like they're thinking, like, "Oh no, does this mean that we're not going to get John Cena and Undertaker, right. and it's going to be John Cena and Kane at WrestleMania?" Is that that's what, what I this... thought too? Yeah, is what this is leading to. Well, then you're marking out, honey. You're marking out. You're being a mark. <laughs> They wouldn't mention Undertaker this much if they weren't gonna have Undertaker return at WrestleMania. <laughs> They've been mentioning him for like for like a month now. And no, just... no, I thought they were just getting our hopes up, just to crush us. No, they're getting our hopes up, and then they're trying to sh- make us think that their our hopes are getting crushed, but they're not. Like he's gonna yeah. be there. He's gonna be at WrestleMania. There's gonna be a match. Like <laughs> you know. That's exciting. Yeah. So. We'll just have to see. Maybe Undertaker comes out and makes an announcement this week on Raw during the John Cena's match with Kane. Maybe he'll come out and interrupt the match, or maybe at the end of that match, we'll hear the gong of Undertaker come on, and mm-hmm. there'll some be some video of him up on the Titantron on the screen saying yeah. how, you know, like okay, Cena, I accept. Yeah. You know, or whatever. So let's see. What else did we get? Um, after that, we had the Miztros versus Finn Balor, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, Seth Rollins came out to be a guest commentator. Um, the Balor Club ended up winning this, and then, mm-hmm. uh, but they attacked Finn Balor after this match. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins came in after the match and helped um, Finn Balor fight them off, and. Uh, I thought it was a good match overall, good storytelling leading up to WrestleMania because, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have the triple threat between Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about that? What did I think? I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't think I watched much of it. Yeah. So I don't have too much to say about it, but okay. I know I saw, I saw the beginning of it. Oh, okay, okay. So, you didn't watch that whole match. Yeah. Uh, after that, this is where we had the Ronda Rousey promo. They, they showed a video promo of her just kind of like showing how she's gotten to this point yes. in her career. I thought it was a really, I mean, it's WWE. They always do really well done video promos, video packages. Um, yeah, it was just really good. Yeah, well, what did you think about the video package that they did there? I thought it was good. Was that all 100% true, that everything she said in that promo, though? Yeah, yeah, all that oh. stuff, that's all, like... And I, that's what I really like about this promo, too. It was all, like, real-life stuff mm-hmm. um, about her life. So I think, um, you know, it just made... You know, it just makes the her coming in, it just makes her look that much more amazing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. I yeah. mean... What, she lived in her car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because her, you know, her um, father committed suicide 
when she was still like at a young age mm-hmm. and she like dropped out of high school um, to like really pursue um, martial arts mm-hmm. and then yeah and then she was like living in her car and like you know like got far enough to where she competed and won bronze um, for the US mm-hmm. um, at Olympics and then you know then she you know started fighting mixed martial arts in UFC and you know that's you know we know there was a story from there you know she's like was one of the baddest women on earth fighting for the longest time until like she even mentioned that in the video package that she lost her last two matches and Mm -hmm. especially that last one uh lost for was really hard on her so i think that was um i think that was good of them to go ahead and mention that uh because it just you know we all know it she knows it, the WWE knows it, the fans know it, so I, I think it's good that they went ahead and like just didn't try to ignore that fact. Um, yeah, so overall, that was pretty good. Uh, Andrea had to step out for just a moment to tend to our baby, because we overheard him uh, wake up here. But I'm going to go ahead and go on with the show so we don't run too long. Next up, um, and we'll ask Andrea about it when she gets back here in a little bit. Uh, But this is how we ended the show here. This was amazing on Monday Night Raw. We got the ultimate deletion match between Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt. We already mentioned this on the news that um, this helped get uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, number one rating on TV Uh, and then we also uh, got uh, you know number one trending thing on Twitter for a few hours after the show was over Um, I've seen it on the news Uh, I've seen it on all kinds of different websites like saying like oh if you guys haven't watched WWE in a long time like here go check this out um so it was really good um you know now going into this match before i had never seen uh the original final deletion match with matt hardy and jeff hardy um so i had no idea what to expect um but what we got was great it was awesome we we get um bray wyatt showing up at the hardy compound uh when he walks through the gate vanguard one um greets him and then we get a little like uh you know hologram of uh matt hardy uh telling him to come in and he's you know to meet him in the ring bray wyatt uh finds the ring and then uh you know matt hardy's like i knew you'd come and bray wyatt gets the ring they fight um you know and i don't remember the names of each place uh, that they had in there, but uh, each place they fought in had a cool name. Like they first, they started out in the ring, and then when they get start fighting outside the ring, they go to like the I can't remember now. I, but they go to like um, the dilapidated city. Maybe that was the part where the ring is. Um, but yeah. Bray Wyatt starts to get the upper hand and that's when um, <laughs> Matt Hardy is like oh Vanguard 1 initiate and we get the 
uh, broomstick protocol and a bunch of fireworks go off. Then they, I think this is the part where they move to the land of obsolete men and we got uh, the little Hardy logo going on there and you know Matt Hardy's hiding behind them and Bray Wyatt keeps going to the one it looks like he's hiding behind and we get like this whole cartoon thing where Matt Hardy ends up going out of another one uh, I, I just really enjoyed that whole uh, gimmick there um, then they ended up in something dome whatever that was but I like what we got in there where this is where we got Matt Hardy like asking if it was going to be the mower of lawns or the chair of wheels he gets in the mower of lawns and it looks like he's going to run Bray over uh, but that doesn't happen um what do we get here um Bray Wyatt ended up getting the upper hand again so Matt Hardy had to run out he get you know he goes and um gets the dilapidated boat um and then uh you know, Bray Wyatt comes out, chases after him. Uh, eventually, what happens? Matt Hardy, uh, he gets to his fate on Bray Wyatt, throws him in the water. Um, he tells uh, Senior Benjamin to go retrieve the body. Senior Benjamin can't find it, there's nothing there. We get a little promo, not promo, we get a little uh, video. Uh, Point of view from Vanguard One, it's saying on the screen, you know that they can't, be, it can't find uh, Bray Wyatt either. Um, for Matt Hardy, that's wonderful, and you know he starts chanting "delete, delete, delete," and uh, yeah, the whole this whole thing um, was great. Um, uh, just overall, um, good show. A good way to end the show I think I know it was a little bit overrun on the show but people still tuned in to watch it um, yeah overall I mean I, I just felt like this was magical now again this was a thing you know so Toys R Us is closing down so they're telling us they gotta go we gotta grow up but not me I'm just gonna stay young I'm gonna stay a child at heart this thing was great because it really made me feel like a kid. Um, it was just like, I loved the whole cartoon aspect of it. Like the entire time I was watching it, it kind of felt like, you know, I was watching uh, a low budget horror film, B film type of thing. Um, and I thought it was great. Uh, you know, unfortunately, when I first. Um, started listening to reviews of this match during the week from other podcasts and different shows um i had one i had one show that i listened to where like nobody on that show like it was like three guy three different guys or something on the show and not a one of them liked it and i thought oh no like what happened like was there something i missed was like the original one that much better and then i've heard a few different people now say that they didn't like it but Overall, I mean, it was the number one trending thing on Twitter, number one thing watched on TV. Fans are watching it a ton on social media. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's really great. And I think these people who aren't liking it, they're just, they're lying to themselves. Uh, and what I figure is 
they watched the original. There was a lot of buildup in the original uh, final deletion where the storyline really built up where, you know, one of the winners was going to get the rights to the Hardy name or whatever. And welcome back, Andrea. Thank you. We're just talking about the ultimate deletion here. Oh, good. Uh, let, let me just finish my thought here, and then I'll ask you what you thought. So mm-hmm. in the original final deletion, I have gone back and watched now, and I we get a lot of, like a lot of the people that I listened to who said they didn't like the ultimate deletion mm-hmm. say that they really liked the final deletion. The, they liked the whole buildup for that. And when I watch the two now, I like, and I only heard one other guy say, I heard a lot of other people say that they really like this one a lot, but for people who have watched both, um, and even the run-up to it, uh, the final deletion and the mm-hmm. ultimate deletion, there's only one other guy who I've listened to who said that he agrees with me and likes the ultimate deletion better, and it's the best one, and I do think it's the best one, and uh, I think the few, like, a lot of people loved it who never saw the original but the people who did see the original mm-hmm. and say because there's people who say they hate this one and what I feel like is what okay. this is what I was kind of like in middle school where I grew up in a real small town where nobody knew any music besides what was like on the top 40 and I knew a lot of obscure bands and then if somehow that band got popular and other kids started to know it like Oh, I was like mad because like, oh man, like, oh, mm-hmm. that was my band that I liked. Like okay. these, you know, like you guys didn't know them when, you know, yeah. before they were cool kind of thing. And a lot of these guys that I hear, you know, like crapping on the ultimate deletion, mm-hmm. I think they're, you know, they're, they're doing that same sort of thing. They're like, oh, well, the original was better. I liked, mm-hmm. I was around when they did the original story, so I think that one was better. Right. And they're lying to themselves because this one is actually a lot better than the original, I think. Yeah, this one's. Because you have comical. now. Yeah, so you've watched the yeah. original one now with me. And we now we both, yes, we didn't watch uh, Impact Wrestling, so we didn't mm-hmm. see all the you know, storyline build-up leading up to it. No. But the match itself, like, I think this was a lot better than the original one. Yeah. Well, like in the original one, it was fun to watch what Matt Hardy take the lawnmower and just ruin what's his, what's his brother's name? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's lawn. Yeah, yeah. They, he, like, went, did a cool little design in it and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, it. I mean, the original one is still good. Don't get me wrong. I liked the original one, mm-hmm. but I liked the ultimate deletion a lot better. And I just right. feel like. And what did you like about it? What did you like more about? This uh, well, it just had it had um, better production. I think. I think. Well, yeah. Um, you know, they have a WWE budget now, mm-hmm. so they could afford you know like better cameras, so it looks. A little, yeah. It looks a little bit better. They had a little bit more of the on-screen graphics with, like, you know, Vanguard 1, like, showing, mm-hmm. like, oh, we can't find Bray Wyatt's body. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, like, when they did, like, the whole, like, Matt Hardy holograms head popping out of Vanguard 1 to welcome Bray Wyatt, that mm-hmm. looked better than the original one. I liked the whole, like, cartoon thing where he was, like, running behind the... Oh, yeah. I like that. Behind the... 
the the Scooby Doo esque yeah the Scooby Doo esque type of deal yeah. that they had going on there. Um, I liked that. Yeah. Um, they didn't have that one in the original. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Just overall, it was it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I think they were both like, you know, they had their own individual aspects to it, and yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and like I said, I really like them both. I just happen to like this one a little bit better. So I feel like the people who there's like it seems to be a small group, and all these small groups like I li- I listen to their shows weekly, and these people are like people who have either been doing wrestling news mm-hmm. for a long time and watching wrestling for a long time. So I feel like they're kind of got that whole mentality that I had when I was like a kid of like, oh, well, I I was into it first, so I know it was better back then than it is now Yeah. type of thing. It could be, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they got going on because they're lying to themselves that they didn't enjoy it. I, I'm telling you, they secretly enjoy it. They just don't want to admit it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the couple another quick thing I want to say, because the other thing that... I'm really liking about this um, is some other aftermath that we've gotten out of this. So there's mm-hmm. been a whole aftermath uh, that I want to pull up here and just kind of read through some of this. So um, the whole uh, the Great War has continued on on Twitter with Matt Hardy tweeting out things after this. Um, and making another YouTube video after this. So he tweeted out the Great uh, War Aftermath and a link to a YouTube um, video. Mm-hmm. And it's only like a, like a one minute and nine second video. Yeah. But we, um, you know, we show Senor Benjamin. Mm-hmm. He's in the lake. You know, he still hasn't found Bray Wyatt's body, but he pulls out the lantern. Mm-hmm. They find Bray Wyatt's lantern. Matt Hardy, he gives it to Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy... Is like oh great he gives it to his son King Maxwell mm-hmm. and that's that whole um, video that's all it is mm, okay. but it just kind of further shows that like oh yep Ray Wyatt's body is missing and then mm-hmm. he tweeted out the uncomparable Vanguard one has tracked down Bray Wyatt's empty vessel the deletion of his essence Abigail has been extremely agonizing the purging process is accompanied by uh, unparalleled suffering but in the Omega you'll re- you'll realize that I've granted you a kindness so that's what Matt Hardy tweeted out and then he also uh, tweeted out uh, with a little gif of his brother from uh, the original deletion and mm-hmm. his brother turning into brother Nero he wrote in my woken awareness I see beings every day that are in utter denial they repudiate the fact that I've made their vessel both empty and obsolete. Once your essence has been deleted, change is inexorable. Either you embrace the deletion or it breaks you. Ask Nero, Bray. And then from him, we also got don't fight change, embrace it. It's an inescapable side effect of existence. Mm. Now, oh wait, did this in the, started to do this in Matt Hardy voice, but no, this was actually Senior ben- Benjamin. He says, now to clean this mess up, ultimate hashtag ultimate deletion. So Matt Hardy responded to him saying, Senior oh. Benjamin, prepare the battlefield for restoration. And then we got a tweet 
from Bray Wyatt saying, everything is gray. I feel you fading. I failed you. You failed me. Don't leave me. Not in this place. And then Matt Hardy responded to Bray Wyatt directly on his Twitter and said, it's already over. Your vessel has been purged. It is empty. Your essence deleted, primed for change. Embrace the light. So yeah, I, I just like, you know, it's still is still going on like yeah, <laughs> even though just... the even though the show was over like they're still continuing the whole great war on twitter and then i'm i'm liking i'm liking the whole fact that um you know it seems like you know it's inevitable we're getting a character change for Bray Wyatt which was much needed because they weren't doing enough with him and he does do really good promos and mm-hmm. he's a good performer so they need to do something to spice him up so they can get him back on TV and more regularly and get him going again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that was good. That was the ultimate deletion. Let's get to SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown this week, again, was really great. Um, Let's get right to it. Daniel Bryan uh, gave a great announcement. He's been cleared to join WWE again in Mm -hmm. in in-ring capacity and wrestle. There were tears. Yeah, lots of tears, mm-hmm. lots of good emotional, mm-hmm. you know, speech there. Thanks to, you know, talks about gratitude. Because yeah. uh, he also mentioned about, you know, gratitude when he gave his retirement speech. Uh, he's, you know, talking about how grateful he is for his wife. Like, I'm grateful for my wife. Oh. And, um, you know, he talks about fighting for your dreams. Because if you uh-huh. fight for your dreams, you're dreams or fight for you and I thought that was a great little thing that you know that was part of his speech that you know stuck with me mm-hmm. type of deal um yeah so I, I mean fans were obviously going crazy uh I actually got like a notification on my phone cause I'm uh I have the WWE app and I subscribed to the notification so I got like a uh notification like a couple hours before uh, Smackdown was going to go live saying that he was and you know he was announced you know you mm. know that and that he was going to start Smackdown and announce that he was returning to the ring and like mm. I said a couple weeks ago like I was I thought you know the week previous like Shane McMahon was like oh you know I'm going to temporarily suspend myself so mm-hmm. you know because I've gotten too emotional with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lately, so I'm not gonna be here next week. Just Daniel Bryan will be in my, you know. I started getting giddy, like, oh, maybe it's gonna happen. Like, I thought yeah. maybe Daniel Bryan, like, we'd get some sort of announcement that he'd be coming back soon. And sure yep, enough, yep. that yeah, that's why he's gone because Daniel, so Daniel Bryan could have the show to himself and mm-hmm. make his announcement. Um, but yeah, this was another thing that I saw a bunch of marks like being all upset about, like, oh, why did they? send out a tweet and notification and let people know before the show started why didn't they just start out the show that way so it would be a big surprise for us Mm. well because they wanted everybody because i'm sure there's a lot of people who don't watch every week like we do and i'm sure there's a lot of people who because at one point in my life i dropped off from watching wrestling Mm -hmm. i bet there's a lot of people who are watching during daniel bryan's run Mm -hmm. that maybe since daniel bryan has not been wrestling maybe they dropped off as well 
and maybe Daniel Bryan is something that would bring them back in. So mm-hmm. if those people see that, like, oh, Daniel Bryan's coming back and he's going to make an announcement, I'm sure that all those people would come running back and want to see that. Yeah. So I think this was a great move by WWE to let us know a couple of hours before that it was going to be happening because it makes you want to tune in and not miss it. And obviously it worked because they were the number one thing rated on TV. So, you mm-hmm. know, forget all the marks out there who are like, oh, gosh, but I was here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, it was a great announcement. Yeah. Um, you know, he says, you know, he's got something to say about Sammy and Kevin as well, mm-hmm. but apparently they're not year, there yet, so he's going to go ahead and talk to them later when they do get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes backstage. Um, Dolph Ziggler runs into him. Dolph Ziggler says he can't wait to be the first one to beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's a few that I'm looking forward to. They're both really good in-ring performers. Dolph Ziggler is a really good in-ring performer, mm-hmm. just unfortunately they haven't done enough with him storyline that the fans don't seem to really, like be invested in him that much yeah uh, yeah I guess that's what happens when you choose to do something else for a period yeah yeah uh yeah. after that we had Rusev versus uh Shinsuke Nakamura uh Nakamura got the win here AJ Styles was ringside um you know there's been rumors that uh AJ Styles has you know that he had a minor injury so they're keeping him on light duty but mm-hmm. he was still ringside um and then uh, after this match was over rusev and uh, aiden english both started attacking shinsuke mm-hmm. aj is watching for a moment and then he think looks like he's thinking about he like he's gonna help and just when he does get up to start to help shinsuke nakamura fights him off on his own and he tells aj that he doesn't need his help yeah. and then i'm sure that was like because Shinsuke helped AJ the week before, and I'm sure they were going to do that exact same thing this week, but reverse, and AJ mm-hmm. would help Shinsuke, but because he's got to be on light duty because of his injury, I'm sure that's why he didn't actually get in there and help him, because they want to make sure that he's all healed up 100% for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked, but uh, what I liked about this uh, was after this, um, Shinsuke and AJ Styles see each other... Uh, backstage you know and then Shinsuke tells him that he didn't need his help and then he says uh he starts to say something and AJ's like I know I know you're gonna beat me at Wrestlemania and Shinsuke's like have more confidence in yourself (laughs) like I just like I like that whole comedy aspect about it like that's part of the entertainment I, I I liked that um what did you think about this match overall I didn't get to watch it. Oh, you didn't watch that one? Uh, hmm. Did you watch the Natalia telling Charlotte that she's scared and Asuka uh, is going to beat her and mm-hmm. that um, Natalia said that uh, she, uh, you know, that she's really the best and then Charlotte, Charlotte said, oh, well, I'll fight you tonight. Did you see that? I think I might have saw a bit of it, yeah. Mm, okay. I don't remember. What were you, do- you Oh, you might have been making dinner while we were watching this or something, right? Probably. Yeah. I decided to watch it while I was doing something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, so after this, we've got Baron Corbin versus Ty Dillinger. Baron Corbin got the win here. Um, Baron Corbin looked good. 
Ty Dillinger is another guy that they haven't been doing a lot with, so I I wasn't that into this match at all. Yeah. Baron Corbin got the win. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that. Did I was you? just focusing on his pants a lot. Oh yeah, well that's right. Because I remember yeah, because your sister was over and yeah, that's probably you I kept, was distracted. Yeah, you kept mentioning <laughs> to her about <laughs> hey, look at this guy's pants. Is it they don't? It doesn't need to look horrible. Like yeah, <laughs> just his whole look needs to go. He needs to change his hair, change his pants, just change everything. Like Barbarian. get a yeah, get a new look. <laughs> Uh, what else did we have? After that, so we had Charlotte versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. Natalia got the win because uh, Carmella came out, her music hit, and she was pretending like she was going to cash in the money in the bank to fight Charlotte and take her championship. But it ended up just being a distraction. She didn't actually, you know, have the ref ring the bell to start the match. No. So a new match didn't start, and Natalia goes ahead and pins um, Charlotte. And got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, uh, we got the Usos. They were calling out the Bludgeon Brothers. They're really upset uh, about, um, you know, the attack mm-hmm. that the Bludgeon Brothers did on them and the New Day. Yeah. Uh, so then the Bludgeon Brothers come out, and we get a match between um, uh, Harper and Jimmy Uso. Yeah. Uh, Luke Harper ended up getting the win here. Uh, you know, the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, those guys are just big, so they look dominating. They look scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if it does end up as a triple threat match, as um, is expected between New Day, Usos, and Bludgeon Brothers, then I think that will be a really good match. I do too. After that, we had Ginger Mahal cut a promo um, saying that um, he makes SmackDown the premiere show, and um, Bobby Roode then came out and. Um, said that Jinder Hall doesn't need, I mean, doesn't deserve respect mm-hmm. type of deal. Um, and then, um, let's see here. Randy Orton comes out at some point. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton did come out, and then, you know, he tells Jinder that he sucks. And then mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal throws uh, one of the Singh brothers at them, and Randy Orton and... Um, uh, Bobby Roode both beat up the Singh brother and then they both try to attack each other mm-hmm. um, but they both counter each other so n- neither of them do the finish to each other but uh, I, you know I think overall they did a good job of telling story for this triple threat match for Wrestlemania to lead up to it yeah that they got all three of them feuding with each other yeah that's it's pretty good yeah <laughs> uh, then after that we had Naomi and Becky Lynch uh, versus Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. Naomi and Becky Lynch uh, got the win here. Uh, I didn't have a lot to say about this one either. No, Because, you know, I really like Becky Lynch and Naomi, but, you know, they, and they, they perform a lot in matches, but, like, they're not doing storylines with either of them, it doesn't seem like, no, so... Not. I wish they would give them storylines so that, mm. you know, fans would care more about what... And they would stick out match. more. Yeah, so they'd stick out more and, like... Prevent, oh, because they're both really good performers, yeah. I think. And, honestly, I don't really like the Riot Squad. Like, I'm really liking Absolution on Raw. Like, they've been getting yeah. better and better all the time, whereas, like, the Riot Squad, they just don't seem like... 
I don't get the whole team aspect. It doesn't stick like the riot Ruby Riot. She's got her whole look, and the Riot Squad is kind of like based around her. But yeah, Sarah Logan is like, you know, like a country girl. Like she's got like dreads, and like her whole persona is mm-hmm. like, you know, being a Midwestern girl who's like one of the, you know rough and tumble like the guys and can hunt and all that stuff and Liv Morgan I don't know exactly what her persona is and then rather than she just seems like mm-hmm. she, like she acts like kind of like a ditzy blonde so I don't know how that team just doesn't seem like is it supposed to be more like crazy ditzy more kind of like um Harley Quinn-esque yeah that's what Liv like... Morgan that's what Liv Morgan's kind of seems like yeah that's so, what she's going for yeah like, but so I just don't the t- that whole team aspect doesn't work for me like it doesn't gel together like the three of them being yeah, together you know that's true so yeah that, so that's why I, don't, I, I just wasn't too interested in the match they don't have enough storylines going on with the two really good performers and then mm. the other ones they just don't gel yeah um but after that um we get a promo saying that Daniel Bryan is told that uh, Sammy and Kevin have arrived, so Daniel uh, tells the guy that told him to go tell them to meet him in the ring. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan um, is then shows up in the ring. He tells Kevin and Sammy to come out to the ring. Uh, Daniel says that uh, you know he tells them, you know Shane McMahon was right. He's been living through Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn vicariously mm-hmm. uh, type of deal. Um, you know, and that, you know, they did something really bad. They assaulted their boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan has to fire them. And then we get some, like, real in-ring action for Daniel Bryan. That yeah. was, like, super exciting. You know, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens both attack him, getting him on the ground, like, the throwing punches. But then... Daniel Bryan starts fighting back. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws them each in uh, into the corners of the posts, mm-hmm. each, and he's doing his like uh, missile drop kicks on each of them, going back and forth, and he's going at it hard. Yeah. Like, and his he did, hasn't looked like he's missed a beat. No. Like he looked really good uh, doing the performance that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Um, He's about to do the yes kicks on, I don't remember if it was on Sammy or Kevin, but the other one interrupts and they get him outside the ring and they give him that big hard power slam on the edge of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they weren't like holding back either. Like he's, he, like he came back, he came, like they were like, oh, let's go easy. Like they still went hard, like doing some hard bump moves and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was really, really glad about that, that they weren't like, oh, let's hold back, go slow. Now I'll. You know, the news reports are saying that um, WWE has told Daniel Bryan, like, they're okay with him coming back, he, that he has been cleared by, like, you know, like four or five of the top neurosurgeons in the country. Mm-hmm. They all say his brain looks like it's fine and that he can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, uh, from what I've read in the news, WWE is going to require him to get a like a brain scan or some sort of like neurological test after every match that he has going mm. forward just to make Jeez. sure yeah. that he says he's healthy. You know, because most of the times, because they even do this in the NFL, you know, if somebody has a concussion, they have to enter a uh, concussion protocol and everything. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like, you know, Daniel Bryan's going to be under 
extra scrutiny. So like, because mm-hmm. sometimes somebody could have a brain injury and you just don't know. Yeah. Um, but for him, you know, so he's not going to have that benefit of the doubt of like, oh, okay, maybe he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have to be tested after every match apparently is what is being reported. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, that, I mean, that's good. So hopefully he really is healthy and can stay healthy. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, I just really liked the performance here. Yeah. Uh, it was exciting. Um, yeah, what, what did it you was think? exciting. They went all out. I could see them go, go like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, just getting really into it, too. So yeah. that was... It's so refreshing to see that, too. Yeah, and I think for him to come back and have his first in-ring action, I mean, he couldn't be paired up with any, like, two better guys to, like, really... Because, like, you know, he even said during the promo, you know, that he's known Kevin and Sammy for 15 years, and Mm -hmm. we've performed together, you know, since, you know, they were all, you know, on the indie circuit. Yeah. And, uh, you know those two guys are really good performers so like you know i'm sure you know like they Mm -hmm. you know they they know how to perform they know what they're doing like they didn't have him in there with some rookie who could you know make a you know have more potential of making mistakes and get him hurt Mm -hmm. so i think they did really good there um but yeah i'm just really excited for his return overall i can't wait him to see you know in some like real in-ring wrestling action uh, for you, who would you want to see him, like, fight against? Like, who are you excited for? Oh, I don't know. I can't really think yeah. of anybody. Like, for me, like, I'm excited to see him, like, rekindle a feud with The Miz. I think that'd be really exciting. Um, you know, there was rumors before he, you know, had to retire that maybe, like, him and Brock Lesnar would mm-hmm. fight I'd love to see him fight with Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. uh, yeah there's just all kinds of matches that he yeah. could have yeah anything is possible then. yeah anything is possible <laughs> so what would you want to see <laughs> that would be nice to see him fight the Miz yeah I'm trying to think of anybody Maybe Braun Strowman. Yeah, I think that would be a good one too because he is like that is like one of your typical like big, 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 strong, powerful man yeah. that has all the power, and then the smaller guy who uses speed mm-hmm. uh, more so than you know brute strength. Like, and obviously he's the underdog, so you get your classic David and Goliath type of deal. Yeah. Both of those guys are so good though I'd have a hard like I'd root and uh, rooting for Daniel Bryan but mm-hmm. you know it'd be hard because I really like Braun Strowman too yeah that's for sure uh, but yeah I mean that was good overall um, can't think of anything else that I want to say about it right now except for that I'm just excited that Daniel Bryan is back congratulations Daniel Bryan we're all excited yeah, for the yes movement to be back yes. like you know, that was, you know, one of the things that, you know, wrestling was good this week because our, you know, 15-month-old, when we were watching mm-hmm. The Ultimate Deletion at the end of that, he was going, delete, delete, delete. And mm-hmm. then on SmackDown at the beginning, the beginning of SmackDown, when we watched that, 
and all the fans were going crazy for Daniel Bryan making his announcement. You know, our once again, you know, our six-year-old was in on it too. But I mean, it just shows like how good it is that you know our 15 month also is going delete delete and then on smackdown he's going yes 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 you know mm-hmm. you know getting into the wwe chance at 15 months old so yeah, uh, yeah like that's that's how good they're doing <laughs> well yeah they are uh, doing a pretty good job but yeah having a 15 month old that thinks that Power slamming and I don't know, <laughs> trying to get him hit with things. It's okay. So. Yeah, maybe he'll be a next big uh, WWE superstar. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, really good. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about that? Mm, nope. I thought everything was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, do you have any suggestions? This hmm. week for anything to check out outside of that? Mm. Gosh, no. I have nothing this week. This week, think... huh? Do you have anything any week? You never have anything. Well, last week was Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. You did that. I think they're that. done with that, though, now. Oh, okay. They're selling them. No more Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Huh. Too bad. Well, for me, one thing I'll say, uh, check out, again, podcasts. I re- I've been really liking Lillian Garcia's podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, she's interviewed all three women now from Absolution. Like, a couple months ago, she did a really good interview with Paige. Uh, like, two weeks ago, she did one with Sonia Deville. And now she did one with uh, Mandy Rose. And all with all three women, like, it got emotional. You know, so all, all of them were really good. Uh, interviews uh, so that's you know that's still wrestling related but it's mm-hmm. not watching wrestling so I, I would suggest that um, I felt like I, I had thought of something else I can't remember what it is now if you want to watch me play Fortnite on okay. YouTube gaming <laughs> do that because I'm climbing, I'm climbing up the leaderboards here I'm pretty good at it so yeah. check this guy out um, I got pretty far once. Yeah. I was like in the top 10 or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, but you haven't been <laughs> streaming it. So no. you should start streaming it and people can watch you too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whenever <laughs> I go live streaming Fortnite, check it out. Uh-huh. Uh, if she ever does, definitely check her out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that's a pretty good show for this week, huh? Yeah, I think so. Alright, guys. We're going to go ahead and delete. Okay. The end of this show here, and (laughs) we'll see you next week. Alright, bye. Bye. Oh my gosh.